Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, introduce the guest, man. Here we have one to watch. He main events, Clam Wars 40, Andreas Binder. Andreas, how are you doing? I'm good, Ross. How are you keeping? How are you, Barry? What's the story? Thanks, Mel, for coming on. Uh, we were just Ross just announced it there. We have a new feature on the show called One Two Watch. Uh, yeah. As you've seen, we previously had uh, Jer Harris on, and we have Andreas on today. And he is fighting on Clan Wars this Saturday, so we had to get him on. So make sure to hit the link in the bio to buy the pay-per-view to support grassroots Irish MMA. Ross, Fred. Andreas, what is going on over in Galway? Because there seems to be something in the water over there. Shout in MMA seems to be doing incredible things. Uh, obviously, fighting this card, you have um, Indra Davis, you have Darren Kirwan, they have yourself. I mean, these are some um, top athletes that Galway MMA is producing. What's going on over there? Uh, just hard work, really. Um, everyone just kind of put their head down all through lockdown and just worked worked our ass off and just we just want to fight uh we we previously fought on clan wars every single show we threw up fighters and we won team of the year knockouts of the year you name it so we just want to kind of like put all on the map a bit more than because you know all you hear like of different clubs up from northern ireland from dublin you name it but uh being from Gaul, it's it's hard it's hard to kind of like because we don't have many mma clubs in here you know do you feel like you're underrated in galway I, I'd like to think that, like, you know, we, we proved it time and time again, even in fighting against the SPGs and the Team Rhinos and you name it. Um, we, we were kind of like underlooked at, should I say. But uh, we done our talking in the cage. And yeah, would you Anders, say, go on, Pat. Yeah, Andrews, you obviously made your like, MMA debut over a year ago. And then, like, then all of a sudden, like, COVID pops up and it's just like absolutely halted the trajectory of your uh, pro career. Um, like in between that, uh, did, did you sit down with your team and like discuss like what were what, what did you sort of come up with in your with your team that would help you progress over this year and not being able to fight but just purely train? Like, what did you really, really focus on? Uh, well, I I kind of focus on everything. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, like the first the pandemic, the first wave, I should say, of pandemic when it started, the first lockdown. Um, it was more mentally draining than anything else. Like I was still doing my training. I was still coaching kids kind of through zoom calls and et cetera, trying to stay fit. But, um, mentally it was just mentally draining. Like I kind of sat back for a week or two. I'd be like, you know what? I, I, I don't want to be a trainer. I don't want to do this because I knew it was just prolonged and like this COVID and you don't know what was going to happen. And then I kind of like, like the way our gyms were closed and we weren't allowed to train, we set up, we set up like we bought mats, we bought like the cage wall, we bought everything just to kind of like train and kept keep busy. And we kind of made our little group, our little bubble, should I say. And then Ian, Ian Coughlin moved down from Dublin as well. And I've been training with him and the rest of the lads, my weight. And it's just progressed on everything like wrestling, jitsu, striking. I was training with world champions at Taekwondo. It's, it's, it's excel big time. Like, you know, I kind of, I stayed a bit quiet for the first few months, um, just kind of grinding away and training. And it's just, I found it was better when I was training, like that I didn't have any fights lined up because I can focus on everything. But then when you have a fight line, lined up or whatever, you kind of have to focus on um, oh, this style or this style. But it was just nice to learn from everyone, you know? 
Yeah, man, it's, it's great to see that, you know, you're putting in the work behind the scenes. Um, you know, obviously the country's open back up and, you know, you're headlining the show. I don't think you've ever lost on Clan Wars, have you, Andreas? No, no, I, I fought on Clan Wars, I think, four or five times. I can't remember, to be sure. But, uh, no, I, I absolutely love the atmosphere up there. It's going to be a bit different now without having the crowds. And, like, because I always bring, I mean, hundreds of people coming up to Belfast to watch me fight and everything and means the world but it's it's I don't know it's it's going to be weird fighting without crowds to start off the funny thing is uh myself and Ross like we were friends we've been friends on online for ages now but uh I remember we went to the event Ross in the right venue and the only two people we knew were, were yourself and Ian Gary and then yeah. <laughs> it's so funny how like um it's actually such a small country isn't it Ross like, I know yeah no, it absolutely is that, that was a K1 fight wasn't it yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was a, it was some scrap, and he's a heavy hitter. I'm not gonna lie, he's a heavy hitter. <laughs> yeah, and everyone knows in the country now how well Ian's doing. He's fighting for the cage warriors, welterweight title, and like everyone's like backing him. And the funny enough, you're the only person to have beaten him. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like we were both starting off our careers. Um, I knew he was a he was a good fighter back then. Uh, even now, it, he's a phenomenal fighter. Yeah, but I I wanted to. T- how should I say? I wanted to. T- test myself against his skill mm. and I proved it like you know experience you know bet bet that and because I think I had about seven fights under my belt and that was his third or fourth one if I'm not mistaken and he was undefeated as well so I was like yeah let's do it you know yeah well it's show just go show your skill level as well because uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure from day one Ian was uh, a bright talent and like we'll see what he's gone on to now when you see yeah. someone like that go on to what they've done uh, I'm not going to say it might make you jealous or envious, but like, are you almost like upset that you haven't progressed as fast as he has? You know what? Everyone kind of progresses at different times, at different, everyone kind of hits different times, different peaks. Do you know what I mean? And I'm actually, I'm actually proud to see him do that. Like, because mm. it brings us young prospects on the map as well. Like, so fair play to him. Like, uh, but um, yet again, do you know what I mean? Like it just kind of, it's helping young kids as well to kind of develop their game and go, oh, I can be a world champion. I can do this. I can do that. And it makes me proud seeing that, like, you know, and I'm happy out that, look, he got where he is and everything through hard work. And I'm not going to take anything away from that. But uh, my time will come. Yeah. And, will- and Andreas, obviously, you know, you plan on putting on a show uh, come this weekend, um, 5th of June. Pay-per-view link is in the bio, as Barry will say about five times in this video. Yeah. <laughs> in the bio. In the bio, uh, event in the bio. Andre- Andreas, what's the, what's the next couple of plans? What's the plan for the future? The next two or three years, like you know, how many more flights do you want to take? Uh, I'm not too sure. Is the battle arena still fight on? Of yeah, the battle arena fight still on. Uh, where do you see yourself in a year, two years time? I want to get as many as many fights as mo- as much experience because I've missed out on so much over this past year, or because of COVID, because of fights getting pulled on me, because of shows getting cancelled on me. Um, I obviously have this fire in Clan Wars. I'm glad to be back on. I have Battle Arena then again in in 24th of July against Corey Belknap. Same another good prospect from the UK on the feet as a pro. Uh, good amateur career. Um, there's I just want to like if it was up to me. Uh, I could fight every month. That's what I've done as an amateur, and I miss that. And I'm I kind of miss fighting so much that I'm willing to even fight every month. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna be ready after this fight. I'll take, I'll say maybe just under a week out, um, just to relax a bit with the family and friends, 
and then back into camp again. So I want to try and fight as many, many fights as I can this year. Hopefully five fights by the end of this year. And t- tell us this, where, where's the end goal? Um, some people like are UFC only. Some people are wherever they can get the most money. Some people have, you know, various di- different goals. W- w- what's the goal for Andreas Binder? Obviously, I want to be a world champion either in uh, cage wars, either in Brave, in world championships, in UFC. But I have to kind of play it. How should I say? I want to play it as, obviously, my end goal is the UFC. But I need to work on my technical skills. I need to work on, how should I say, self-fights a bit more and everything. And then, do you know what I mean? I want to put my name out there um, by, obviously, finishing people and making big, big moves in, in the pro league. But yet again, you need to be smart about it as well. You don't want to be fine. People that are like 17 and all or whatever. Do you know what I mean? That's when your banishment team comes in handy. That's when your coaches come in handy. So, um, yeah, but I'd love to find the UFC. That's my end goal. And who, who's at, who's at the bo- uh, board of directors table at uh, Andreas Binder uh, and co? No, who, who sits down at the table? Who do you discuss your future with? Uh, ben, Ben has been my rock since literally since the amateur careers. Uh, I remember, like I was into judo and I was this fat little kid fighting at like I think it was under hundred kilos in judo. And um, I came into, I remember it was a novice interclub event. Picked the lads up with suplexes and unchimaras, slammed them. Then Ben came into me straight away and he was like, "Look, I think you should start doing MMA." I was like, "No, nah, no, nah, MMA is not for me." I went in then. Literally, he, he used to come into Gaul and drive me in him, himself and Ollie, Ollie Mannion, and um, drive me into training. And I came into the in the in the club or whatever, saying, "I'll fight any light heavyweight." I was like ninety three kilos back then, like big guy. I was absolutely just a fat little donut, like. And then, <laughs> then uh, he put me in against uh, Vilmer. He was uh, he's a pro MMA fighter. I think he's like three and one uh, light heavyweight, and he was walking on 110, 115, or whatever he was. And he was all right. You want to fight light heavyweight? Go against him. So he does some rounds on him. I couldn't even move the lad, and he was like, right, light heavyweight is not for me. Dumped me on my head a few times. So yeah, maybe I'll drop middleweight. And then I found found out I'm too small for that as well. So I I'm slowly just I feel. Alive at welterweight, and I feel strong as well. You know, I think physically and looking at your stature, like welterweight is is a good size for you. I think you ha- have a bit of range there as well, which is always yeah. nice. So it's it's good that you have found your home, and it's good that you know you have Ben steering you in the right direction. Does he look after your management side of things as well? Yeah, for now I don't have a manager. I uh, he was getting me my fights. He was getting me, do you know what I mean, my training and everything. But obviously, for down the line when my career progresses i'll obviously be looking for a manager manager like on board as well and then i have my coach and my manager two separate businesses you know yeah exactly well it looks like you're starting to like tie everything together which is great to see isn't it buzz yeah i was like i was just looking at it and, like you can tell you absolutely love it and like you can tell you're going to do really really well but like the thing is the hard thing is like everyone knows you not you anyone could just win a fight and then it loves people be like oh you're amazing and then you take your eye off the ball but like what what, what really keeps your eye on the ball anders because like there is, the more you win the more you're going to be trying to get people are going to try and take your eye off the ball my eye will never come off the ball because i've no Growing up, growing up in Ireland, or obviously, obviously coming from Romania when I was such a young age, being that foreigner, kind of, you know, I, I moved to Ireland when I was seven. So 
regardless, I'll still be considered a little foreigner or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So getting bullied growing up and all that, and I just kind of want to set a good example for the kids anyway. That's that's my end goal. Do you know what I mean? I want them to look up and be like, oh, I I I I, I want to be like him, or do you know what I mean? Or even yeah. better. That's what I'd love to see. Like, how was that growing up actually, Andreas? Because obviously that that's going to be rough. You know what I mean? Like, uh, kids, kids, kids are harsh, man. You know what I mean? Like that's just facts of it, and like. Yeah. They try and say the meanest thing they yeah. can to hurt you. you know what yeah, mean? they look so for like, anything. <laughs> Whether you're yes. too tall, too small, like too smart, too stupid, you're one, like, you know? Yeah, so h- how was that growing up? And what was it like moving over to Ireland in the first place? Or can you even remember that? Uh, oh, I can remember it every single day. Like, um, it was, how should I say? Like, it was, it was, I just wanted, like, my parents wanted the new future for me. Like, obviously, like, growing up, growing up back home, it was nice and everything, but it was um, it was it was a tough it was tough upgrade, upbringing. Like you know, obviously, like we didn't have the money back then and whatever. And um, I'd see like all people, like close friends of mine, uh, their parents moving to Germany or whatever, and they'd be having new phones and all that back home. And obviously, like it, you know, like I didn't pay heed to it, but just thinking back on it, it was it was tough, like growing up, and then. When I came over here, like my parents moved here, I'd say about 25, 26 years ago, like trying to get me a better future and all that. Mm. Was it straight to uh, Bali? Yeah, yeah. No, they moved to Dublin first. They, they lived in Dublin for a year or two. And then we came down to Galway because it was just a bit more quieter and kind of like laid back a little bit. Like, well, I think they've done every single possible job out there just to kind of raise me and my brother, you know, to a better, better life. And I'm grateful for that every single moment, like, you know, so... Yeah. And even education-wise, like, it's just the education up here is just so much better than back home, you know, unless you were kind of had your your guys in the in, in the school and here's a bit of money and all that, you wouldn't get anywhere, like, you know. So I was lucky enough, like, to end up, like, finishing school here, have my degree, have this and the other. So that was my plan B. So just growing up, I was constantly, like, finding everything, really. So it was just nice to be kind of keep my head up and kind of have my focus on something. I was always big into sports. I used to play football all the time and everything playing, you know. Um, but yeah, that was that was it really. Like, it was tough enough. Like. Yeah, you just brought up you play different sports. Do you think playing multiple types of sports actually can help you in, in fighting as well? Oh, big time. Big time. Uh, like, do you know what I mean? The, I used to play football, uh, well, soccer, sorry. I used to play soccer for um, Gallic Bohemians and I used to, grow up playing football against like from her view and loads of different clubs but uh when you say do you know what i mean like oh mma is an individual sport it's not really like it's still a team sport at the end of the day you're individually alone in the cage when you go in but behind you there's a team do you know what i mean you have your strength conditioning coach you have your boxing coach you have your jitsu coach there's always going to be a team you're going to be at the end in the cage locked in there alone you and your opponent but it's it's a team sport. I, I, it's, I, it's randomly like tennis, isn't it? You can't you can't get better at tennis by hitting the ball over the net. And no one hits it back to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's the same in every sport. Even golf, like, you know what I mean? You're still individually on the court or whatever, like for golf. But I'm sure there's coaches that like you probably have to do your strength. You have to do your technique. Your, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. You also mentioned your brother. Your brother is following your footsteps as well, isn't he? Yeah, well, then Dennis used to um, he used to do MMA as well. But uh, how should I say? Like he started off judo to start off. So I went into judo, and he was kind of like the how should I say? He was the center of attention kind of thing, like you know, because he was all oh, he was the he was ten times better than me at judo, you know. 
we're born, the Irish squad, everything was great. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to try MMA. So I went into the MMA and he followed me. And then I was kind of in the, in the center of attention then there. And he was in my shadow. So he was like, you know what, I'm going to do something else. So he ended up going into high boxing, you know. And he's just, his stand-up game is just absolutely lethal for such a young kid. Like, well, he's not a young kid anymore. Like, he's just turned 20. What age like, now? 20. Yeah. You never know. You might you, you might come back to me. You never know. You can't uh, rule out, and especially with yeah. the judoka background, is yeah. something yeah. to behold. Like you know, yeah. you've seen obviously Ronda Rousey successful. You look at something like Hector Lombard as well. I mean, he, he mm. for me he was actually the uh, epitome of uh, judokas in MMA just because he was obviously you know so much shorter and smaller than the fellas yeah. he was fighting. But yeah, he could toss him around like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> that was actually my first fight. It was Lombards, and then I was watching George St. Pierre as well. So that was like, oh, I want to be like them. Do you know what the I mean? Just... Yeah, controversial, but he is the goat. <laughs> yeah so like as we were saying like if you want to like make sure to buy the pay-per-view for this Saturday's event Andreas is obviously headlining and it's here to promote Irish MMA and there's going to be more and more events coming I think Clown Wars are doing another one in August as well and like yeah. that'll be uh, that'll be great to actually get for fans to go back and that I'm not too sure yet but if there will be fans allowed we will be there um, Ross anything else to say? No um, Andreas is there anyone you need to shout out? Uh, well my, my sponsors anyway they were being on board for me for literally from the start of my career uh, especially at Pro it's very tough now especially when we're not really making any money because of this COVID and mm. it's just whatever they helped me so a big shout out to Salt Flow Recovery I have Adrian Nicola in there they've been looking after my my recovery day in day out I have Print on Galway the girls in there Diane um, they've been looking after all my fight gear and it's just saving a bit of Bob there and then it's hard as well I have I have my newest sponsors as well Golly Autos and Intercars uh, Golly Autos they, they do van hires rent cars buy cars you name it and then Intercars they're the garage obviously that's where I go get all my service car and my mates they all go there I have another new sponsor Back in Motion Alan Daly he's my physio so I literally been keeping me Injury free, all through, especially these forty-seven tough weeks of uh, fight camp. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long, long yeah, road. Uh, I have Galway City Gym. Uh, they're my local gym. They've been they got on board on, uh, four years ago uh, when I I think that was my first gym that I joined. So they've been looking after me. And last but not least, I have Jack and Jones. I'm the face of Jack and Jones in Galway. So. <laughs> That's that's uh, always a, a great exposure as well. So, uh, yeah, get all your clothes in there, guys. They're good quality. Shout out to all the sponsors as well. Yeah, well, yeah, look, make sure to buy the link. The link is down in the bio. There is no excuses. It's going to be on Saturday. Make sure to, to buy it and get involved and support Grassroots Irish MMA. Ross? So, guys, um, if you did enjoy this video, which I'm sure you did, if you like Andreas Binder, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay, stay energized. energized.